This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, a very good afternoon, everyone. Thanks, Hayes. Thanks, Mardo. The run home happens again tomorrow between 3 and 5. You can join us anytime on the Tempera Bedshed text machine. And I'm going to throw something out very shortly that I want you to maybe answer for me. So stand by. 0487 736 736 is the number. Well, the World Cup is underway and we had the first match last night with the host nation, Qatar, losing to Ecuador by two goals to nil. And of course, uh, all the English fans will be out in force, not only in the Middle Eastern nation, but also uh, around various uh, pubs and clubs, you'd say, uh, around Perth. In fact, uh, later uh, in the evening, about eight o'clock tonight, I'll be heading to the Woodvale Tavern and there will be a big gathering of English supporters there to see the match between England and Iran. There'll be a panel show there. And one of our guests on the panel, it'll be about 8.15 this evening. So if you're up in that vicinity, pop in and say hi. will be Peter With, of course, the Aston Villa champion who scored Aston Villa's most important goal in their history. So we'll be having a panel show tonight. Come and join us. Uh, Richard Garcia will be there, the former Socceroo who played in the 2010 Socceroos uh, World Cup campaign in South Africa. And as we know, has also had a very, very good playing career, played in the EPL with Hull City and uh, came back to Perth and uh, was in charge of the Perth glory. Now, what I like about the World Cup is the fact that you meet a lot of people. I've had the real fortunate situation of actually working on a couple of World Cups uh, in past. And there was a chance I was going to go to Qatar as well, but it didn't eventuate. So I'll be broadcasting a lot of the matches uh, from the SEN studios around the network. In fact, I'll be back here tonight to bring you the game between Senegal and the Netherlands that kicks off at midnight and our preview from 11.30. Now, as I said, everybody around the world resonates regarding the World Cup. And there's been a lot of criticism about the venue. The venue is the venue. It's more important what happens on the pitch. But the people that you meet is unbelievable. Uh, You know, movie stars, uh, athletes, just everybody gravitates to get a sample of the event. And my greatest honour, actually, in covering the World Cup, it was in Italy in 1990, I met this person. Thank you. 
<laughs> What's the name of the movie, fellas? And maybe I'll throw that out. But there was a female. The Millionaires was the name of the movie. Now, if you can tell me on the temper of bedshed text machine, 0487 736 736. This person, you heard a voice there saying, get out. There was a bit of a uh, accent. One of the great actors of all time. And I had the pleasure of interviewing and meeting this individual at the 1990 World Cup in Italy. Who do you think it was? 0487 736 736. In the meantime, we're going to go to Qatar. It's underway, the World Cup. I'm envious because this gentleman is there. I know him very well in his days here as the chief executive of the Perth Glory. He's over there in Doha. He's now the head of marketing, communications and corporate affairs at Football Australia and also a board member of Vic Sport. Uh, he's been involved in sport a long, long time and now a very, very significant figure in the Football Federation of Australia. We're about to speak to Peter Philopoulos. Uh, later in the program, we're speaking to Alex Apakis, who's the Perth Glory women's coach and, of course, the host of Sports Day WA's Peter Vlahos. So it's all Greek to me. Yasul Peter, how are you? I am very well. How are you, Peter? I just thought I'd play a bit of Zorba the Greek because we've got a very Greek show tonight here on Sports Day uh, WA. Uh, lovely to talk to you uh, over there in Doha in Qatar. Very envious, Peter. Uh, you've been there a few days. Tell us about it all and uh, how it's all shaping up for what promises to be a very exciting next 24 hours when the Socceroos play their first match. You know, very exciting, Peter, and great to be talking to you. Um, yeah, everything's uh, very well organised here, from our perspective anyway. Uh, I've been down to Aspire Academy, where the team is based. Uh, it's a first-class facility and a, and a first-class setup. Everyone seems to be very very relaxed in camp. They've been uh, working very hard in, in preparation for the group, the first group stage game on uh, on, on uh, Tuesday night or your Wednesday morning. So everyone's very excited, Peter. Yeah, and I know there's a, a real sense of enthusiasm and expectations for the Socceroos. But tell us about the whole precinct. As we know, it's in Doha and the stadiums aren't too far apart. In fact, uh, there's three games being played today, your time. Tell us about the way it's structured in relation to transportation and maybe the amount of people that have come into the country from all parts of the world. Yeah, no, definitely. You can you can see uh, there's a strong flavour of uh, uh, tourism, um, and there's a lot of fan zones and fan activations uh, around the city to give people plenty to do, which has got World Cup flavour. Um, and uh, you know they've got a pretty good transport system with a brand new metro. Um, there's a lot of brand new uh, transport vehicles, uh, metro system. So it, it is relatively easy to get around. What about, I know the Fanatics are up there. I know that Stan Lazaridis and Daniel Garb are involved with the Fanatics. Is there many yellow and green up there, golden green, uh, to support the Socceroos in their first match against the French? 
No, there's definitely they're expecting ten thousand Australians here. Um, you know, two thousand who are or, or expats living in Qatar, and there's another eight thousand travelling from all over the world, including Australia. So they're, they're expecting about ten thousand fans to be supporting Australia in stadium, which is pretty exciting. That is a massive uh, number. That surprises me, actually, Peter. So 10,000 Aussies will be there and probably present for their opening match. What about the accessibility to tickets for those people um, that are there in Doha? Certainly for the group games, I suppose it wouldn't be too difficult to get a ticket? Well, they would have got those tickets months and months ago when, when the portal opened, uh, which would have given them access to, to... You can't really come into Qatar without having a ticket. So you've got to have your higher card and you've got to demonstrate you've got a ticket to come here. So you can't really come into the country without having a ticket. England play Iran tonight, our time. Uh, a lot of English, a lot of Union Jacks around the state streets of Doha. Yes, uh, you're seeing all sorts of uh, uh, different cultures and countries around there. I haven't seen too many English yet, but I'm sure we'll know how many of them are around uh, later on today. I gather you've been to previous World Cups, Peter, in your role and your certainly significant involvement in football over the years in Australia. Yes, indeed. So how does this one compare to the ones that certainly I went, I've been to Italy and I went to Germany and those sort of World Cups. How do you think this compares from the all-round package? Because there's been different reports filtering down to Australia that it's a bit different. Look, I think whenever you take a a World Cup to different nations, um, you know, they're all going to be unique and they're all going to be different. And this is the first ever World Cup in the Middle East. Um, and definitely there's a, a lot of brand new infrastructure in Qatar. They've gone virtually from zero infrastructure 10 years ago to, you know, a very built up city today in preparation for the World Cup. It is very different in, in, in terms of you're just in a different city, in a Middle Eastern city. Um, but I, I think there's a lot of similarities as well. Saying that, uh, I gather a lot of dignitaries there from FIFA and Football Australia. Tell us some of the people, certainly from your organisation, that have ventured up there to certainly show their support and be representative of the Football Federation of Australia ahead of the Socceroos yeah. game against France. Well, right, right at the moment, I'm talking to you from the Australian Embassy, which is which is great, and they've been very supportive of us. We're, we're, we're expecting Anika Wells in town in the next 24 hours. She'll be joining us, uh, you know, um, tonight uh, and also at the game. Um, and, and, and she's the Federal Minister for Sports, so that's very ex- exciting. We've had contact with um, uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Prime Minister Albanese, who's very supportive of what we're doing here as well. So... There's a lot of uh, VIPs. We've got our, our, our CEO, James Johnson, obviously a lot of our members from member federations, uh, from A-League clubs. There's a, there is a big contingent of VIPs that we've brought with us from Australia. Martin Boyle, as we know, unfortunately, who plays in the Scottish Premier League, is out of the club due to injury. But what is the talk amongst the Australians, uh, Peter, and people in the FFA? You know, Could maybe Australia be one of the surprise packets? Oh, after what happened against Peru, uh, we don't discount anything. And I think this is, uh, you know, when I know Martin Boyle's a big exit, but France has got a lot of injury problems as well. You know, we're, we're a team that, um, you know, want to bring the Australian DNA uh, into the game, as Ar- Graham Arnold said uh, overnight in the, in the press. And 
you know, we, we uh, going to put our best foot forward and we're going to fight and we're going to try and uh, get the best possible outcome. We've got three very tough group games, but nothing's out of the question. If we put you know, our best foot forward and, and play the game that we know we can play, and of course, we've got a couple of youngsters like Tilio and Cole who have got an opportunity to rewrite history. If uh, Garan Cole comes on uh, tomorrow off the bench and, and, and scores a goal, um, he, 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 that could be the youngest player to score a goal since Pelé in the 60s. So, you know, there's, there's an opportunity there for a young Garan Cole if he does get the opportunity to come, you know, to, to start or come off the bench and even score, you know, he may be able to write a history as an 18-year-old. So, Anything can happen, um, and I think we've had the best preparation coming into this game. The Australian team has got everything they want. Aspire Academy, where we are, is a first-class facility. Uh, they've got everything there, including a barista in, in, in camp, um, who, you know, which has been a, a very welcome addition to the camp. They've got the best coaching staff, support staff around in, in, in what I've described probably the most world-class facility I've ever come across. So mm. everything is in readiness and anything can happen, Peter. Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. I'll be broadcasting, in, in fact, around the SEN network, the uh, Senegal versus Netherlands match tonight, which I'm looking forward to because, as we know, Netherlands missed out in the last World Cup. Senegal, even though they've lost Mane, are regarded as possibly one of the African nations yeah. that could go deep in the tournament. I think it's going to be a tournament of surprises, Peter. Let's hope so for us. And uh, I think, you know, after what ex- we, we experienced against Peru, um, anyone that underestimates the Australian team will do so at their own peril so, uh, because we're not a team that we can, you know, you can easily overcome because uh, we are, have got the Australian spirit. We're, we're fighters. We've got some great players in that squad. So anyone who does take us for granted will, will you know, will be at their peril because yeah. as Peru discovered in June. Uh, of course, uh, Peter, a bit of a blessing and maybe it is a, a show that maybe the cards are starting to fall Australia's way with Kareem Benzema, of course, ruled out of the 2022 FIFA Men's World Cup, one of the star players and one of the star French players that could have caused uh, Australia a bit of anxiety in the match. As I leave you, I know a lot has been said uh, about the alcohol consumption. I know you're at the Australian Embassy where you could probably uh, enjoy a cold beer. And we need to respect, of course, cultures around the world. And that's the culture and the religious cultures, of course, in the Middle East with Qatar. Um, Your thoughts on it all and how the fans maybe will adapt to what is, certainly from their point of view, a bit of a different World Cup from that point of view. Yeah, look, I mean, it's hard to, to, to comment. You know, obviously, when you're in Rome, you you, you, you behave like the Romans. Um, that's the rule of play that FIFA is, is instituted. There's plenty of opportunities around Doha. If you want to find a, a venue to, to, you know, have a couple of beverages, you can do that. It's just something people have got to uh, become accustomed to that you might not be able... You're not, not going to be able to do it in venue. But I don't think it's really anything uh, out of um, the outrageous. Uh, someone, you know, goes without having an, an alcoholic beverage for, for three hours, they'll have plenty of opportunities to do so in and around games anyway. Good on you, Peter. Well, you're doing a great job. Head of Marketing, Communications and Corporate Affairs at Football Australia, and you must be enjoying the position, and I gather it's a significant role that you play in football in this country. Yeah, no, it's been great, uh, Peter, and I, I do really enjoy this uh, period of excitement. We've got this World Cup, and of course, we've got the Women's World Cup 
on our home shores in July and August for the Matildas. Uh, it's probably the most exciting time for Australian football in terms of the opportunities before us. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to work with a, a two very strong brands in the Matildas and the Socceroos. Something I can tell you, the Matildas are not far away from taking over the Wallabies as, as Australia's most um, fourth most popular um, team. They're currently fifth most popular team. They're not far away from taking over the Wallabies. So as we approach uh, the Women's World Cup, I think we will overtake the Wallabies as the fourth most popular wow. team. And the Socceroos are obviously the second most popular team uh, just behind the, the, the Australian cricket team. And, and we're closing that gap very quickly as yeah, well. I, so I reckon if the... Very, I'm very fortunate to be able to work in. Yeah. I tell you, if the Socceroos do well in the World Cup, they'll probably overtake the Australian cricket team. who are a bit on the nose uh, at the moment regarding what's transpired here, particularly on the West Coast with what happened to Justin Langer and, of course, Pat Cummings with, with his involvement in the corporate affairs of Alinter Energy. They're a bit on the nose, let me tell you, and they didn't pull in great attendances in the recent T20 World Cup. Peter, lovely to talk to you. I wish I could be there sharing it with you, but it wasn't to be, and uh, I'll have to just broadcast all the games from the SENWA studios. Enjoy your time there, mate, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thank you very much, Peter. Nice talking to you. Good on you. Peter Philopoulos, the former Perth Glory CEO and now the head of marketing, communications and corporate affairs at Football Australia. Interesting, isn't it? The Matildas will overtake as a brand the Wallabies to go into fourth position. The soccer is a second. The Australian cricket team are third. Uh, are first. I'm wondering who's third. Who would be third? Uh, give us your thoughts. Uh, wherever you may be listening, Temper Bedshed Text Machine 0487 736 736 0487 736 736. Wherever you may be listening on 657 SEN, uh, also in Spirit, uh, SEN Spirit 621 in Bummer in the Southwest, in the Goldfields at SEN 1611, SEN Peel on DAB Radio and on the SENWA app on uh, the SEN app. S-E-N-W-A. Now, we'll play that lady again. This is the lady that I met at the 1990 FIFA World Cup in Rome. Now, well done, John. You got it right, and a few others got it right as well. Let's play her again. No, we haven't got her again. Jimmy's just holding his hand up. Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren, some 32 years ago. I think she's in the 80s. And when I was interviewing face-to-face, I was working for SBS television then, she was in her 50s. And she was the envy, let me tell you, of many middle-aged men around the world. All right, uh, great to speak to Peter Philopoulos. Come and join us anytime on the Temper of Bedshed text uh, machine. Roy of Templestone says, regarding the game tonight, it's England versus Iran, 9 o'clock our time. Uh, Again, broadcast on the SEN network. We are broadcasting every single game. In this tournament. Pete, with my Persian background, didn't know you had a Persian background, Roy. I think tonight's score will be 3 1 and England wins. So there you go. Gee, that's a big uh, roar. That's the Barmy Army in uh, Doha in Qatar. All right, as we go to the break, here's a bit more of Sophia, and we're back with more after this here on Sports Day WA. Father fixation upon a man who must have been, without any doubt at all, the most appalling ball who ever plagued humanity. I'm sorry to spoil your illusions, but I'm afraid it's necessary. Adrian? Yes? Come here, Adrian. 
come here, Adrian. Beautifully done. Very seductively by Sophia Loren. 19 past five here on Sports Day. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.